Welcome to the Momship Mastery Podcast, the ultimate destination for moms seeking balance, connection, and growth in their journey through motherhood. I'm your host, Master's Level Therapist and Life Coach, Andrea Baker. Here at the Momship Mastery, we believe that motherhood is a purposeful journey filled with discoveries, challenges, and countless opportunities for growth. Our mission is to provide you incredible moms with the wisdom, inspiration, and tools to flourish as you nurture your relationship with yourself and those around you. Each week, we will dive into transformative conversations, therapeutic insights, and practical tips to empower you to thrive as a mom while still maintaining your unique identity. From self-care strategies to relationship building, from spiritual growth to parenting insights, I've got you covered. So if you're ready to embark on this journey with us, hit that subscribe button and let's explore the world of motherhood, relationships, and growth together. Remember, you're not alone on this journey and we're here to support you every step of the way. Hey there, everybody. I want to welcome you back to the mom ship. Um, This week, we are set sailing on the prosperity of gratitude. How do we find gratitude in each situation. Um, I want to start with really posturing what gratitude is and what it looks like. So I know we hear this word a lot. A lot of um, my clients will come in and they'll talk about how they try to have gratitude in these situations or, you know, we'll do gratitude exercises and things like that. I think that gratitude is something that is often underutilized. And its power is not always tapped into. And I'm going to explain a bit of that. So when we are posturing ourselves for gratitude, we're really in this place of thankfulness. Uh, And beyond thankfulness, it's appreciation and humbleness for where we are, whether that is gratitude in our motherhood journey, gratitude for our jobs, gratitude for our spouses, gratitude for the journey that we are on for self-development and personal development, the journey that we are on to develop ourselves more spiritually. Gratitude is its just thankfulness, honestly. It's really just a posture that aligns us with gratefulness. And sometimes people steer away from that because it could feel like complacency. And it's not. It can feel like complacency because some people may look at gratitude as if I overindulge in gratitude, then that means I'm not looking to achieve my goals or that means I'm not trying to become better. And there's definitely a difference between being complacent and really just taking a moment and having gratitude. When we posture ourselves to be thankful and when we posture our heart to find gratitude and thankfulness, then we find that. We find the blessings in our lives and we find that we are doing okay and we find that we are doing better than we could have expected. While when we are kind of bogged down by the strains of life and our heart becomes a bit hardened or ungrateful, then that's what we find. We find the evidence of that heart and heart and ungratefulness. Um, so I want to talk today about really searching our heart and really searching our lives for gratitude. And like I said, while that can be difficult in motherhood when we're constantly trying to do so many things or constantly trying to be these different versions for different people, we can feel more overwhelmed and we feel grateful. But I want to really um, 
challenge us to remember why we should be grateful. A lot of us have prayed for things that we are living in, right? We're living in answered prayers. So maybe you prayed for a family, maybe you prayed for your child, or maybe you prayed for the job that you have, right? So I want us to look at the posture of our hearts when we were praying for that thing, the posture of our heart, uh, when we were really actively seeking it, and if it matches the posture of our hearts now, have we become complacent or ungrateful for the thing that we prayed for? Why does that happen? Well, sometimes we pray for things and we pray for them in the sense of, I want to be this or I want to have this, but we don't necessarily think about the work that is required to maintain that. So when we pray to become a mother, when we pray to become a spouse, it's like, yes, I want to have a partner. I want to have someone that loves me unconditionally, someone that I can love back, that I can communicate with, someone that I can share my life with. So that's our prayer. And we get that person and we initially have this posture of gratitude where we're so thankful to have that person in our lives. But then when there becomes some tension or when there becomes some disagreements or when the person gets under our skin, then we forget that posture of gratitude and we become a little irritated or we become almost forgetful that this is something that we pray to be in. And the danger of becoming forgetful in the blessing that we pray for is that we forget to posture our hearts for gratitude because whatever we focus on is going to be the thing that we continue to see. So if we're focusing on how hard this relationship is or how difficult this boss is or how heavy this workload is, if that is the main focus, then that is the thing that will produce more of. There's something called our reticulator activating system. System, particular activating system. Um, it's a it's a process where our brain is looking for evidence of what we're telling ourselves. So if we're telling ourselves that we are grateful for our husbands, we are grateful for our children, we are grateful for our jobs, then that reticulating activating system begins to look for evidence of that, and it begins to find evidence of gratefulness and happiness and joy. But if we're telling ourselves that this is too much or this is difficult, then we begin to see evidence of this being too much or everything is kind of on us or all these things. And I'm not saying this to diminish hardships, right? But this is one of the first steps to really grounding ourselves and posturing ourselves to have a heart of gratitude. So we know that what we focus on grows. It's like an attraction, right? So we are focusing on the silver linings of these difficult situations and trying to access that gratefulness for the opportunities to learn from it. Sometimes things are just hard, but is there a lesson in it? Is there something that you can learn from it? Is there something that God is possibly trying to show you or trying to build in you? Is there a muscle of tolerance that needs to grow for the next level that you're trying to reach in your life? Sometimes we feel discouraged by the pressures and the turmoil in our life, but I want to challenge you to really look and see if this is a challenge for you to grow because where you're going next is going to require this to be strengthened in you. A lot of times we are in situations and they don't feel like an opportunity. A lot of times we miss opportunities because we don't realize we're in one. We don't realize it because we are in the posture of 
discouragement opposed to gratitude. And I say that meaning when we are in the situation where we're being stretched and we're uncomfortable and it feels like we're not our best selves at that point, it may be an opportunity for growth. It may be an opportunity for us to learn something new about ourselves. It may be an opportunity for us to tap into a different level of being that we've never accessed before. So we're frustrated in these seasons that feel like stretching and that feel like lack and that feels unsettling when it's actually really a setup for who you can become or who you can grow into. So when we begin to intentionally express gratitude, we begin to find the blessings of life. We begin to notably see where God has answered our prayers. We begin to see where our health and strength are blessings, where joy is a blessing, where peace is a blessing. And we just begin to see where growing as a mother is a blessing, where we get to do things with our children, where we get to show up for our children in ways that begin to break some of those generational curses, when we get to show up for our children in ways that creates a foundation of consistency. These are things that we can be grateful for. And when we begin to focus on our joy, we create more of it. When we focus on love, we create more of it. When we focus on peace, we create more of it, right? So I want us to really hone into setting our intention and our hope and creating more gratitude. A lot of times we look at things from a problem mindset or we are focused on what's wrong. Sometimes I like to ask clients, what do you hope for? What are your best hopes? This is a skill from Solution Focus. And I ask that intentionally because most often when clients come to see me, they're not thinking about what they're most hopeful for. They're not thinking about what they want. They're more so focused on what they don't want and what they're trying to get away from, but there's no language to really focus on or to really develop the thing that they're wanting to achieve. And when I ask, what are your best hopes? Or when I ask, what are you grateful for? There's a little bit of difficulty producing that language because that's not what our focus is on. So by shifting that focus, it shifts your posture. And now we're not so focused on the things that are bogging us down and the things that are uncontrollable. Uncontrollable. We're more so focused on searching now for the good. We're searching now for the times where this issue wasn't as prevalent or when this issue was prevalent, but we felt differently. And this just creates a new way of thinking about our problems and reposturing our hearts to be grateful. So I know this is the grateful time of year where we have Thanksgiving and we talk about all the things that we're thankful for, but this is a practice that I try to implement often. So I haven't gotten to the point where I am uh, consciously writing these things every day. I would like to develop this skill um, so that I can just write at least one thing a day that I'm grateful for. And I think that this is something that helps us to stay grounded in gratitude so that we can see more of those things that we are hoping to have. So I have a few points about how do we integrate gratitude into our daily lives. So the first thing we want to do is we really want to look at what we want to see versus what we don't want to see. This goes back into what I was saying about clients coming in and the focus is on the problem, but there's not really a lot of language for what we want to see instead. So it's like I'm overwhelmed with the amount of 
household chores that I have plus caring for the children, but what do you want to see instead? Or are saying, I feel overwhelmed and disconnected and I don't want to feel like this anymore. And when we dig into this, when we try to change our perspective on what we're looking at and what we're allowing to consume us, then we start to see different little gems in in our lives, right? We see the times where oh, you know, I did have a little bit of help at this point in time and that was really helpful. Or, oh, I did feel a bit more connected when we talked about this and that was helpful. So when we start looking and noticing these moments of this is what I see and this is what I like to see and this is what I hope to see, when we start noticing that those moments show up in our lives, then we can start creating more instances for those. The second thing is really appreciating and being grateful for something about yourself. I know this is a hard one, I know, but I really want you to take a moment and think of what are you grateful for about you? What is something that you are proud of yourself for? What is something that you overcame or what is something that you're really good at? What is something that you admire about yourself? What is something that you can really just compliment yourself on? It is about being grateful that we're not perfect. Because we're going to make mistakes, we're going to miss the mark and all these things, but we can still give ourselves, remember, grace and gratitude. Also, we want to look around our world, look around the world that consumes you, that can be your family, that can be your job, that can be the people around you. Look around them. And then I want you to ask, what are you grateful for about them? Do you have a really supportive friend? Do you have someone that you can kind of just talk to? Do your children make you laugh often? Do you have a job that you enjoy? Do you have a group of people that you can share ideas with? Do you have a group of people that push you to be better? What are you grateful for in the people around you? I want you to think about it and think of What are you grateful for in the people around your life? And like I said, try to keep track of these things. If you can, just write down one a day and really just start to see how much good you have in your life. When we start to keep track of all of these good things, when we start to intentionally seek these good things in our lives and in our day-to-day things, we begin to affirm how good things actually are. And then they begin to continue to come our way. Remember, our brain begins to look for evidence. Our brain begins to look for evidence that your children are joy. Your children are kind. Your spouse does care. Your job is something that you pray for. You are great at what you do. You begin to look for evidence of that. And then we begin to trust the process. Then we can begin to to really take our hands off of it and allow God to just be who he says he is and be the source of our joy and our supply and all of our needs, right? So when we begin to intentionally look for these things that we're grateful for, when we begin to look for these things we're happy to have the things that we're proud of ourselves for, the things that we are grateful to have other people for when we continue to affirm these things and continue to make them noticeable. It postures our heart to really trust God and trust that he has a bigger plan for us, that all of these things are working together for your good, right? We begin to see that we can navigate this space because it was already planned and it was already going to work together. And that's something that should be our foundation of gratefulness. We should be grateful that God is in control of our lives. And he's given us ability and gifts and ways to contribute to where we go. 
So I want to leave you with a little challenge. Um, I sometimes challenge people that are looking for faster results, right? They're like, does gratitude really make a difference? Or is it something that's like a buzzword? Or is it something that people just say because it sounds nice? So for the next 30 days, I want you to set aside time to write for five to 10 minutes all the positive things you can think about in your life. You can talk about your relationship. It could be your body image, your work, home, children, anything. And after these 30 days, I want you to tell me how you feel. What have you been focusing on? What have you been able to accomplish? Because when we change our mindset to focus on the positive things, we're much more productive. We're much more able to accomplish things. This isn't to say that less than desirable things won't happen in these 30 days or less than desirable things won't happen in this season, but our focus will be different. And when we continue to open our mouths and allow the gratitude to flow from our heart, we'll find that amazing things are happening all around you. What do you think could occur from that? I think that it could be an amazing time. I think that you'll begin to access a new level of yourself okay so that's all I have I hope that this is something that is helpful and this is something that you can take with you throughout your days okay until next week that's all for today and I hope that you're feeling inspired to navigate your ships with grace and authenticity but remember you don't have to do this alone our growing community is here and ready to support you. You can find the link to that one in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a mom who may just need a little support and encouragement. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Momship Mastery, and those links are also in the show notes. Before we go, here's my little reminder. You are an incredible mom. And you have the power to nurture your inner well-being and create meaningful connections and relationships. Embrace the journey, cherish the moments, and continue to thrive in your momship journey. Until next time.